Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I am your host, Teresa Alexander Inman, board certified behavior analyst and infant toddler developmental specialist. I would like to welcome, 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 Miss Amy Connell. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Amy. So I'll tell people a little bit about you and then we'll just jump right into some, you know, information sharing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I like to um, introduce myself as a personal trainer who wants you to take a day off and a nutrition coach who wants you to enjoy dessert. So I have been a, a fitness professional for um, almost 20 years and just have a love of educating, uh, particularly women, but also I work with young women a lot in the summers doing fitness classes and nutrition lessons and that kind of stuff as well. And, uh, just really helping people find simple and grace-filled ways of taking care of themselves. I think, um, Unfortunately, there's a lot of diet culture and, um, just fitness culture that makes you feel like if you don't look a certain way or eat a certain way that, uh, you're not doing it right. And I'm here to tell you that you probably are, and that it is, um, it's a journey. It's not ever going to be perfect because what is perfect anyway, and that, you know, we're just here to kind of figure out what works for us, uh, whether or not that works for someone else is for them to figure out and just finding your own realistic and sustainable uh, health. Exactly. Cause what is it if it's not sustainable, right? Useless, right. I think. Totally agree. Totally agree. You know, we are, uh, I don't know when this is airing, but we're recording here at the end of the year. And this is the season that I always get a little cringy because there's all this talk of, you know, this is when the latest and greatest diets are coming out and workout programs. And, and that's fine. If you want to do that, that's fine. But then you need kind of need to think about, well, then what, what's next? You know, how am I going to make this work into my day-to-day -day life that is, you know, in between work and kids and challenges and, you know, parent and partners and, you know, all of the different things. And so I just, I do think that that's something that we have to consider is, is this realistic for me? Will this work for me long-term? And, uh, that's a very unique process for sure. It is. And it's different for everybody. Yes. Yes, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cause I know for me, like when I changed the way I eat, I sort of had to just dive in because if I don't, like, I'm not one of those people that, well, I changed this today and that tomorrow, my husband's that person, but for <laughs> me, it's just, okay, it's done. I can't tiptoe into it. I have to like, you know, I always tell him I jump off the bridge and build my wings on the way down. Cause it's just, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. You know, it's funny. I have been, um, I have been such, or part of my history was I was just such a rule follower. So if I read something, that's what I did. If I uh, heard something or followed a plan, then that's what I did. And I have really evolved into balance into, well, you know, this is okay. And all of that kind of stuff. And, and it's so funny that you say the difference between your husband and you, because at one point my husband said, Amy, just because something works for you, doesn't mean that's, what's going to work for me. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> this is the kind of thing I'm telling everybody else. And I forget to apply it to my own life. <laughs> So true. Cause it's so close. You don't see it. <laughs> it's so true. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cause yeah, we're, my husband and we're like total opposites. He's a planner. I'm not, I just have to just do it, you know? So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so when I changed my eating habits, I just had to do it. Okay. And, um, and yeah. did you find your wings? You said you, you'll jump I and find did. your wings. Yes, I certainly did. And I've been doing this. I'm vegan, gluten-free and all of that. And I feel better. I find that it's working yeah. for me. So you know, and he's still gluten and all that, but he's vegetarian. So, yeah. Well, and I think what you just said is the most important part is it's what I feel, you know, it's working for me and it makes me feel good because, you know, that's the, that's the thing that we have to think about. And, and also I would just kind of add to put in your back pocket that sometimes things work for us for a while Mm -hmm. and then they don't. And so allowing ourselves to adjust, um, and really taking inventory of what, what is working and what's not working. Uh, and that I've had to do that a couple different times. You know, I've been a fitness professional for so long and I would always do the same thing, but then I realized, oh, I'm hurt all the time. I'm always stiff. I'm always sore. I'm always, you know, I'm not feeling good. And so I had to take what I knew and adjust it for my aging body. And my body feels a lot better now because I, you know, because I made some changes. So I think that that's, I love that how you, you say that about why I feel good on it. Cause I think that's the most important thing. Right. And like you said, it's all, it's also really important to listen to our bodies because sometimes we try to force something and your body tells you no, like, you know, for instance, I, I became a vegan, honestly, it wasn't by choice. My body said, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I did a 21 day fast and it was no meat, no, um, just no animal products. And when I tried, cause at the time I was, I ate chicken and fish. And when I tried chicken again, I got sick. When I ate fish again, I was fine. So I was like, okay, so now I'm a pescatarian. And then a couple of years later, every time I ate fish, my stomach got upset. So it's like, okay, fine. Now, you know, fish has to go. So (laughs) it wasn't intentional. It was just me listening to my body and doing what it demanded of me to do. Yes. Yes. So important. Yeah. Not only listening, but also responding. Right. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, you're depriving yourself, but I'm not, because if it's going to make me feel icky afterwards, I'm actually helping myself, you know, or if I go out, I used to love cheesecake. Now I can't, I can't do it because if I have it, I'll get a headache. I'll feel icky, you know, yes, it'll feel good on my tongue for a few seconds, but then the after effects of it, I don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And what is depriving yourself anyway? Right. Cause if you're getting what you're wanting and if it's, you know, if you're feeling good on it, then I, I you know, I think that it's fair to say you're not depriving yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, Miss Amy, you talk about health rules that need to be broken. Yes. Can you share yes. what those are, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And this stems from, like I said, my, um, my years of expertise and really what happened is as I started learning more about different quote unquote rules, I realized that those were more like just snippets Um, that people had pulled, they're kind of like the little headlines, but they didn't really go into the depth. They didn't go into the science and the research behind all of it that actually didn't necessarily promote what maybe the morning shows or buzz 
um, Buzzfeed or you know, whatever we're promoting. So, you know, one of the things that, so I wrote this book called your worthy body and it takes 22 health and fitness rules and breaks them using exercise science, nutrition science. And then the book is done through a lens of faith, but like one of the rules that I wrote or that I wrote about, which is also a chapter is called walking. Isn't a real workout. Now, I don't know about you, Teresa, but I grew up with this mentality that a workout means that I am, um, huffing and puffing and I've got sweat on the floor and I'm sore the next day. And if those have not been met, then I didn't get a real workout. in. (laughs) 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 Actually, that's not true, especially as we get older. So I'm 48 years old. And if I worked out the way that I wanted that I worked out in my twenties, my body would just totally breakdown. It would not let me do, or it would also impact my life so much on other ways. So one of the things that I love to tell people, and especially women who may have grown up with the same type of mindset that I did is that you can really get a great workout through walking. And that's one of the most easy or easily accessible things to do. Get a pair of shoes that fit you, go outside, get some fresh air, get some sunlight. That's great for your mental health. It's great for your sleep. I mean, there's so many different things about it. Walking itself can actually be very beneficial to your core, believe it or not, because every time we take a step, it is, um, producing force downward. And of course our body has to reabsorb it and it goes into our core. It's wonderful for your blood pressure. There's a lot of research that goes behind that. It is, um, again, fresh air benefits. I like to use walking as a way of working out problems in relationships, because if you are side by side, it's just, it's just easier (laughs) and you can have some, you can have some harder things. Uh, another, another rule that I love to break, um, it might be my favorite rule is, um, it's all about the nutrients. Mm -hmm. So again, there's a lot of talk in the, um, diet and health world about nutrients, macronutrients, which are your, uh, it's every food is part of, um, it has three macronutrients, which is either carbohydrates, fats, or proteins. Um, there's micronutrients and all of these are good. All of these are beneficial. All of these help us feel and function well. However, there's another element of nutrients that, um, or there's another element that's not met with nutrients. And I call that nourishment. And so the nourishment might be when you are sitting around the table and digging into a cheesecake, if we just, since we were talking about that and you're with your girlfriends and you've just, you're laughing so hard that like your stomach hurts because you know, you're laughing or you're snorting and you're creating these memories and it's just, and you just drive home with a smile on your face because it's been so wonderful Now, was the cheesecake the best thing for us? Eh, probably not. But was the nourishment that we had with our friends, our sisters, our family, you know, was that, did that nourish us? Absolutely. So that's another uh, rule I like to break. Um, Another one is no pain, no gain. You know, I don't know. I mean, you can't pull up Pinterest and look at fitness images without seeing that where actually pain is a signal from your body. It's a gift because it's telling you that something's not right. Mm. It's asking you to pay attention to it before it gets really bad before it gets really hurt. So, uh, there's, there's a whole element on like, or there's a whole chapter on, you know, 
taking care of pain. And one of the ways that we can prevent pain is number one, listening, backing off. Maybe instead of that super intense workout, we go for a walk. Like we just talked about, um, maybe it is moving in a different way. There's a thing called mobility or range of motion, which is taking your, your joints in lots of different ways. We spend a lot of time standing and walking and sitting and doing the same thing over and over. So when you move your body in different and new ways, we can reduce the chance of injury and really help set ourselves, set our body up to feel well, um, feel well longer term. So those are just three of the rules I could, I've got 19 more of them, but (laughs) but those are three of them. And I think those are three really good ones and easy to implement. So I thank you for sharing that because the easier something is, the more likely we are going to follow. So that's awesome. And that part that you talked about with nourishment, oh my gosh, that is so cool. I never thought of that, but it is so nourishing to be around people that you love and have that, you know, the give and take and the warmth and the love and all of that, that nourishes your soul. And once our souls are nourished, I mean, like you said, quality of life, right? We're smiling, we're happy, and we'll recall that moment for days to come, or maybe even weeks, right? That we'll recall that and have a re-nourishment. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I mean, those things, you know, one of the things that I have learned is how integrated our um our emotional and our mental health is with our body. And so if we were to take that time, that nourishing time with our, uh, with our friends or with our family, and then go back and punish ourselves. Ah, I ate the cheesecake. Now I've got to work that off, which is another rule that I break in there. Oh, this is, oh, I just have to work off all of, all of these calories that I just had. Well, then we're punishing ourselves for something that was really joyful, Mm -hmm. something that made us feel really good. And so I think that it's important for us to just allow ourselves to have those kinds of moments and you know, just embrace them and not worry so much about, um, all of the different elements. And, you know, if you're a a fitness calorie, you know, if you're a macro tracker or whatever, like not worrying about that. Now, do we want to do that every day? No, because that's not setting us up, not setting us up to feel and function well, but once in a while it's fine. It's fine. It's just not going to harm you long-term. And I would argue that it will actually add to your longevity, add to your livelihood, because you have received all of these wonderful serotonin and dopamine and all of these wonderful feelings that, and, and hormones that we'll get from situations like that. Yes. You know, I did an interview with Dr. Reza Abraham and he talked about that, the daily dose, you know, with the dopamine, the oxytocin, the serotonin, and I always forget what the E is, but, um, endorphins endorphins that's it and the importance of that you know um with the quality of life and also longevity and you know and he's like listen if you don't have a, a significant other that you can hug hug your pet do that get that daily dose in because that is so vital and I think it speaks you're speaking a lot to that with what you're talking about and not being judgmental after you've had that amazing moment 
right. you know, with, oh, the things that you did in that. No, it's how you felt in that moment. Forget about what you did. You know? Right. Right. And I would add too, along those same lines, this is something that we can get also again, going back to walking. So I have developed some wonderful, meaningful relationships and friendships on the sidewalks of my neighborhood because we get out there and we walk. So you, it's not that the only way to get that feeling, to get that daily dose is by indulging in something that, um, you know, maybe isn't what's going to make you feel the best. I I'm a big believer that there are no good and bad foods, but there are foods that make us feel better and foods that, you know, may remind us later that we we don't feel well with them, but, um, but we can get that and we can get that with, you know, taking walks and taking hikes and, and doing something physically with our, with people we care about, but yeah, getting, getting those little hits of endorphins, dopamine, um, serotonin, all of those kind of things are so helpful to our, our mental health, to our emotional health. And believe it or not, that really does, um, bleed out into the rest of our body. It helps our gut health. When we have great moments like that, it helps our physical health. Uh, and there's just so many benefits to it. So yeah, do not punish yourself when you have moments and you have nights like that. Um, you know, don't work it off. Don't, you know, go in there and go, Oh gosh, that, you know, now I've got to go to the, I've got, I need an extra hour at the gym. No, you don't just enjoy the time and then resume tomorrow, just like you normally do it. Exactly. And the other thing too, the right, I mean, just a question. So when you're doing that, okay, say you're having the cheesecake, but you're eating it so slowly that it may not, like the effects are going to be a whole lot different than if you just sat and just, you know, shoveled it in, you know, at, in that moment by yourself. Yeah, I think there's definitely something to that. And there's something to the mindful, find, mindfulness of eating, because when you take the time to, you know, have a bite and savor it and enjoy it. Your mind is going to register that so much quicker than shoveling it in. I heard something years and years ago that it was, um, you don't have taste buds in your stomach. And so why we feel like we have to eat things so quickly when we love them is beyond me. And I do it too. And I think that some of it is because we do get those little hits from, um, I think it's, dopamine, if I remember correctly from sugar, from these, what's called highly palatable foods. So there's something physiological to that as well, but you're right. Like when we are eating more slowly, when we are taking the time to really enjoy it, we probably will not have as much because we have savored it. We have allowed ourselves to enjoy it rather than, you know, Oh, I, you know, I'm just like shoving it. Oh, I shouldn't be eating this. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so terrible for me. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's not helping anyone. You're not doing yourself any favors. Exactly. So, so true. Um, I know we're kind of winding down, but I wanted to ask a really important question, important to me <laughs> sure, sure, and hopefully to others as well. How does faith and our health intersect? Because I am, you know, my faith is really important to me. And I want to know how, because a lot of people, you know, because I think of my body as a temple. So there's so many things I won't do because I think of my body as a temple. So is that what you mean? Or is there more that you want to go into something different that you want to go into to help our audience? Yeah, absolutely. So where I um, really land with that is, we, our body is a temple and we do want to take care of it, but we take care of it so we can do what we are called to do. 
not so it'll look a certain way, not so we can, you know, post a picture on Instagram and say, you know, say, you know, body's a temple. It's so that way we can use the body that God gave us to love others and to serve others. And however he's calling us, it might be something big. It might be something small. So this is not like everybody's going to go out and get a Moses in the burning bush, you know, assignment from God and go do that with your body. I mean, those are great. Sometimes we get those, but sometimes it is, Hey, you know, you've got a really important meeting and you need to feel well for this. So let's think about what we're going to have for lunch. You know, maybe we should have a salad for lunch instead of cheeseburger and French fries, which I love cheeseburger and French fries and I eat them. But if I know that my brain needs to be right, then I do that because I want to be able to do what I'm being, what God is calling me to do. Not so it'll look a certain way. And when we do that, I believe that gives us a lot more grace in maybe how we look for people who are concerned that maybe age has not treated them, um, like they would want maybe babies. I mean, I don't know a woman out there who hasn't said that babies haven't changed their, <laughs> you know, their body, uh, for, you know, I mean, whatever that is. So when we allow us, or when we remind ourselves that we are taking care of ourselves so we can do what we're called to do. It takes the focus away from us and it gives us a broader pr perspective and a bigger picture rather than, again, I'm really picking on cheesecake here. So sorry, cheesecake, but you know, <laughs> but rather than dang it, I shouldn't have had that cheesecake and, uh, in, or man, that's going to blow my diet. Well, it, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily going to do that. And let's think about, you know, how we can love and serve others rather than, you know, how I can, uh, look, you know, how I can fill in the blank, right? Like get bigger biceps, get the six pack abs, which by the way, everybody has six pack abs, just some are more visible than others. And that's a genetic thing. <laughs> so that's what I mean by that. That is how we intersect our faith and our health. When we take away the physicality of it and focus more on what is our purpose and what is our calling for our body? Oh, I am so glad I asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> that is an amazing answer. I love it, love it, love it, love it. And it really changes the way we think about, you know, health and outward appearances. And oh, it, it just gives us, it adds so much more depth to the human being. Right. Right. And we do want to take care of ourselves. And you know, th that's the thing too. Like parents want to take care of themselves well, you know, when they have children, because they want to be around for their children. What, and then I have, I have spoken with people who have become parents in their like early forties. And then they start doing the math and thinking, man, I'm going to be 60 years old. When my daughter graduates from high school, I want to make sure I'm doing, you know, I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself so I can do that. Um, and then I'll see grandparents who are like, man, I want to be around to see my grandson graduate from high school. And so it gives us a broader perspective and something outside of the size of our pants or outside of whatever the little square thing on the ground that measures our gravitational pull toward the earth, also known as a scale. So it's, you know, it's, it's greater than us. It's greater than what we look like. It is, um, for the greater calling of, of God on what he wants us doing and how he wants us to love others. Amen. 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 And okay. And I said, that was like one thing before we go, but you talked about special strong. So if you could kind of just, you know, share a little bit about that for 
with us. Sure. Today. Sure. Yeah. You and I were talking a little bit um, about your community before we got on. And you said that you have a lot of um, parents with children who have special needs. And I interviewed, I can send the link to you if you want to include it in the show notes. Nice. Um, a woman by the name of Donna Langford, who's kind of the right-hand person over at Special Strong, but Special Strong is an organization specifically designed to help people with special needs find confidence in, um, in their strength. They will do workouts. They're obviously very uniquely designed to the individual needs of the client. I mean, they're supportive, they're encouraging. I mean, if you want to check them out over on Instagram, I think it's, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I think it might just be special strong. Um, they're just a wonderful resource. And so what they do is they have, um, they're headquartered in, I believe it's McKinney, Texas, but they'll have people who are, um, like certified through them. And so you might be able depending on where you live, you might be able to find someone to help your loved one with special needs, um, you know, and connect them to getting a place of moving because I, you know, I, I know enough to know that I don't really know a whole lot. Um, and in terms of raising a child with special needs, but like we were talking about before we got on Teresa, like that the rule book is different. I mean, the handbook is, I mean, there's no handbook when you have a child and then there's especially not one when you have a very unique one with, um, unique sets of, you know, issues to work around. So, and I say that with like the highest amount of respect, um, so anyway, it's special strong is a really, it's a really great organization that will meet your loved one where they are and come at them with just such encouragement and love. And, um, it's just, a, I just think it's a really, really great organization. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I just want people to know Amy has nothing. She's not affiliated with them. She is just sharing information with you that would be beneficial because she's a woman who loves. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not affiliated with them. I just, <laughs> I actually found them on social media. And so I reached out and I was like, I would love for you to come on. So I interviewed them and it was just a wonderful conversation. I mean, she was so, um, she, she just, you know, she has a, a child with, I think he's in his twenties with autism and, um, you know, they all get it. They just, they all get it. And so they are there to partner with families to help, um, help their loved ones feel, feel good and take care of their bodies. Cause I know that there's, you know, that can be hard as well. I mean, especially when you're, you know, with whatever it is, it can be just hard to move. It's not like, okay, go outside and go for a walk. I mean, it's just not that simple. It's not that simple. So they try and come in and partner with you. And, um, it's, yeah, like I said, I just think it's a great organization. Wow. Sounds amazing. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Miss Amy. Now, if you were to, what, what would you want our audience to leave this moment with? Is there something you want to share, you know, something that you want to emphasize or just bring up that, you know, would help them? Sure. Well, what I love to say on my podcast, so I'm the host of the Grace Health podcast. Um, I like to say that your eating movement and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. And again, it is taking that, uh, that focus from what we look like and what we're eating and all of that to 
what are we being called to do, um, on the smaller level, on the larger level. And if this type of, I'm so sorry, this is going to be a shameless plug, but if this sounds interesting, I invite people to get my book. I mean, I've got, like I said, I've got 19 more rules over there. It's called your worthy body, um, find freedom in health by breaking all the rules. Um, and then people can connect with me over at graced health as well. Awesome. So is that gracedhealth.com? Yes. So it's G R A C E D health. Um, dot com is the home site or homepage. And then, uh, that's where I am on the socials as well. I hang out most on Instagram. Um, I put stuff out there on Facebook, but those are kind of my two main places. And then I've got a private community Facebook group as well, um, called graced health community. Okay. Awesome. And your podcast again is graced health. <laughs> <you go. laughs> yeah, actually I use that so much that a lot of people will call me grace and I've gotten to the point that I'll just respond to it, but, but my name is Amy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Part of my journey is just putting, giving myself a lot of grace, a lot of grace in, in all things, health and body image. So, um, that seemed to be the right, um, the right word for it, even though graced is not a real word. So sometimes, <laughs> I get autocorrected on that a lot. <laughs> That's fine. I think it's lovely. Well, thank you. <laughs> and we have been graced to be with you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. This has been, this has been wonderful. I love all that you're doing and I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and, and chat with you, Teresa. Thank you so much, Miss Amy. I mean, I am grateful. This has, I've really enjoyed, you know, our time together you know, just giving parents tips and tools so they can parent with confidence. <laughs> yes. Yes. We all need it, right? Yes. We all need a little more confidence for parenting and we definitely need more tips and tools for sure. Yes. Yes. So thank you so much and be blessed, my friend. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Thank you.